Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is all about fishing. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features a pair of cousins, a rowboat, and a grandma who loves a tasty fish dinner. So without further ado, here is our story, The Big Catch. Ben and Jer grabbed their fishing poles, a bucket of black dirt, put on a pair of life jackets and their ball caps, and headed toward the water. We'll be back later, Grandma! Ben yelled toward the small cabin alongside the lake. You boys be careful, called a voice from within. We will, Jer answered. The boys walked down the wooden dock over the water to where a small silver metal rowboat was tied up at the end. It was a warm summer day, and the sun sparkled bright off the water. Ben hopped into the boat, the movement rocking the small craft a bit. Jer untied the rowboat from the dock and hopped in as well. They had done this dozens of times over the past few summers. The two cousins loved to fish, and they enjoyed fishing together. Sure, they could have stayed on the lake shore or the dock to fish, and sometimes they did just that. But more often than not, they preferred to be out in their little boat. It wasn't nearly as big as their grandfather's boat, and it didn't have a motor like his, but it was good enough for them. They kept close to the lake shoreline, and while one rode, the other would pull a worm from their bucket of dirt attach it to the hook at the end of their fishing line, and drop it into the water behind the slowly moving boat. With any luck, they'd get a bite, and they often did. Ben and Jer knew all the best spots for fish along the lakeshore. They knew where old logs had fallen and were resting on the lakeshore, creating a nice, shadowy shelter for the fish to hide in. They knew where the worst weeds for tangling your line were and avoided those spots. On this particular summer day, Ben and Jer were especially excited to be out fishing. Later that afternoon, most of their family would be arriving to celebrate their grandmother's birthday. And Ben and Jer wanted to have a bucket full of fish to fry up for her birthday dinner. They rowed past other cabins, small groves of trees, and even a small stream which emptied into the lake. Finally, they came to what they called the bay. It was a large, semicircular spot where the shoreline curved inward, creating a nice, calm bay. This was Ben and Jer's favorite spot to fish. Not only was it quiet and easy to move the boat about in, but it was almost always home to a bunch of fish. Okay, let's go, Ben said. He and Jer set to work putting the worm bait on their hooks and moving the boat into just the right spot. They chose a shady part of the bay where an old fallen tree still sat half out of the water. Jer dropped a heavy round anchor so the boat wouldn't move too far from that spot. The water here wasn't terribly deep, but it was murky and bound to be a good spot for fish to hide. Ben set his line on one side of the boat while Jer set his on the other, and then they waited. They listened to the soft slap of gentle waves on their boat, the tweet of songbirds in the trees above, the call of a seagull soaring high overhead, and the hum of other boats further out on the lake. After several minutes with no bites, Jer reeled his line in and tried a different spot. Ben soon did the same. I just don't get it, Jer said when after several more minutes they still hadn't gotten a nibble. 
This spot almost always has fish. Something must have scared him away, Ben replied. Do you think it was us? Jer asked. Maybe if we wait long enough, they'll come back. Ben shrugged and reeled his line in. I say let's find another spot and see if we can find them first. They rowed their boat to another part of the bay, this time in the warmth of the sun. Both boys had put on sunscreen before leaving their grandparents' cabin, and each wore a hat on their head. Still, it soon grew very hot in this spot, and neither one of them had gotten a bite on their line. After a bit, they reeled in once more and began rowing. Maybe over by the cattails, Jer said, pointing to where a bunch of tall green cattail weeds grew straight out of the water. Good idea, Ben said, and they began rowing over. The cattail reeds were taller than they were even in the boat, and Ben and Jer positioned the boat so it was anchored right next to the towering grass-like plants. They each dropped their lines, this time off the same side of the boat, right next to the reeds. Oh! Jer cried suddenly after a few minutes. I think I've got a bite! Careful, Ben said. Bring it in nice and slow. Jer began to reel his line in, slow and steady, but he soon sighed and began reeling faster. Nope. Lost it. They tried fishing here for a few more minutes before finally giving up. We've tried everywhere in the bay, Jer said with a sigh as he reeled his line back into the boat. I guess the fish just aren't hungry today. Ben frowned, his eyes squinting into the bright daylight reflecting off the main part of the lake. We can't give up. We promised Grandma to bring her home some fish for dinner. Well, how can we do that if the fish refuse to bite? Jer asked. Ben thought about it for a moment, and then a smile came to his face. We could try fishing by the island. Jer drew in a deep breath and shook his head. I don't know. The last time we were out there, that wind came up, and we almost couldn't row the boat home. You sure you want to try it? Ben nodded, already taking up the oars. There's no wind today. We should be fine. There's no wind yet, Jer said. At the first sign of a brisk breeze, we'll head back. Ben told him. They rode the boat out of the bay and back into the main body of the lake. There, some hundred yards further down the shoreline, sat a small, round, tree-covered island. They took turns rowing, and by the time they arrived, it had gotten later in the day than they had anticipated. We're not going to have much time, Jer said, already pulling a worm onto his hook. If we don't catch something soon, we're going to have to head back either way. Ben nodded and set his line into the water. Don't worry, I've got a good feeling about... He didn't finish his sentence as he felt suddenly something tugging on his fishing line. His eyes went wide and then he felt it again. Definitely a fish bite. He gave the rod a quick, sharp pull backward and he felt the fish latch onto his hook. Ben immediately began reeling it in and he could tell right away it was a good-sized fish. His rod curved over, the fishing line attached to the fish, pulling it toward the water. Reeling was tough going, and Ben had to use all of his strength to keep the reel going slowly around and around. Get the net! Ben cried, and Jer scrambled to grab their fishing net from the bottom of the boat. Jer went to the side of the boat, his eyes scanning the water near the fishing line, and then he saw it. A flash of fins beneath the water. Got it! Jer said, plunging the net below. He needed both hands to do it, but he soon had pulled the fish up out of the water. Whoa! He yelled. That's huge! He brought the net over to the boat, and both he and Ben stared with wide eyes at the large fish flipping about in the net. 
That's gotta be the biggest walleye I've ever seen, Ben said. He soon had the fish off the hook and carefully set it in a large bucket of lake water they had in the boat. The fish was so big, it barely fit inside. Ben and Jer high-fived and laughed, hardly able to believe their luck. I'm gonna see if there's any more of them down there, Jer said. He dropped his line, and within a minute, he too had a bite. Soon, he had reeled in a good-sized perch. The fish's bright green scales glittered in the sunshine as he added it to the bucket. They fished for another half an hour and managed to catch four more perch, a smallmouth bass, and a large bluegill. Figuring that was enough fish for dinner, they started the long journey back to the cabin. It took a while, each boy taking a turn at the oars, but they eventually pulled up alongside the dock at their grandparents' cabin. Their grandfather was waiting for them there. He put away his own rod and reel and helped them tie up their boat. So did you catch anything? he asked as he helped Jer out of the boat. We sure did, Ben said, handing his grandfather the bucket of fish. Take a look! Good grief, their grandfather cried. That's a good catch! And look at that walleye! Do you think we've got enough for everyone for dinner tonight? Jer asked, waving to some young cousins who were playing on the beach by the cabin. I think you've got more than enough, their grandfather said. Grandma's gonna love her birthday fish dinner tonight. Their grandmother was indeed very excited when she saw what her grandsons had brought home for her. Soon, they had the fish frying in a pan, and she gave each boy a hug for working so hard to make her favorite birthday meal come true. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, The Big Catch. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers of Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Ben and Jer really enjoyed fishing out on the lake. Have you been to a lake before? Or maybe you like to go to the ocean? What kinds of things do you like to do in the water when you're by a lake or ocean? Feel free to draw a picture of the water-related things you like to do and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination! Whiskers and Wings podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond.